The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I was reading this fantastic piece by L. John Wertheim in Sports Illustrated in the issue with Mike Krzyzewski on the cover, The Last Big Dance. And uh, inside this uh, issue, there's this story about the odd couple, Dean Smith, the legendary coach at North Carolina since past, and, of course, Bob Knight, uh, the legendary Indiana coach, Texas Tech coach, who is still alive and uh, 81 years old now. And, I mean, we'll get into the story a little bit more uh, as we go here. But I have to tell you, like, uh, it just blew my mind. I never knew about their friendship. Uh, I never knew how close uh, Bob Knight was to Dean Smith. And it really is amazing when you think about it. I mean, they're so different on the surface. Like, when you watch those two handle their business and coach, one of them was always, for the most part, in total control and kind of um, intimidating in his own way, Dean Smith. Uh, The Four Corners, the whole deal, Chapel Hill, everything about him was uh, unreal. The Dean Dome, all the rest. But, you know, championships, Michael Jordan, you name it, it goes on and on, his legend. And then there's uh, the boisterous, uh, cantankerous, crazy, uh, maniacal, lunatic Bob Knight, uh, who uh, won three national championships at Indiana. Of course, Smith twice at North Carolina won titles. But it's just the craziest thing, uh, this story. Uh, and, and I just almost fell over when I read it. It just was so crazy to to see how they hooked up and became friends. So, like, I guess back in the day, um, North Carolina was playing in this Bruin Classic out in Los Angeles and they lost to Minnesota. They got blown out by 16. And uh, Knight was coaching Indiana. They were playing in Honolulu in this Rainbow Classic. And the Hoosiers lost to Texas Pan American by six. And the Big Ten season was opening in a week. And uh, obviously, uh, same with the ACC was opening up their season. And both of them uh, had these horrible games. And they were flying home. Uh, one, the North Carolina team from uh, L.A., and two, the Indiana team from Honolulu, and they both had to change planes and stop in Kansas City. Uh, and there they were, uh, late night in this airport, nobody else around these two teams, and 
there they were. And the next thing you know, uh, these two coaches uh, were talking. I know that, you know, Knight and Smith knew each other and they were friendly. Uh, they greeted each other at this airport. Uh, and they're like, what are the odds that we would, uh, you know, meet like this at this hour in this airport in the middle of nowhere? And, you know, Smith had been remarried uh, and then had a, a, a kid with his second wife. Knight had remarried and uh, the two of them were walking through the airport as Smith was walking his new baby uh, to get the baby to go to sleep. And uh, here they were uh, walking around this airport talking about basketball. And uh, Knight was wondering how he could get uh, Ray Tolbert and Landon Turner to play better together. And uh, these two uh, always uh, laughing when they're talking. Uh, and you'd think, wow, is this even happening? Uh, but they played three months later uh, in the 81 NCAA final. And Indiana beat North Carolina 63-50. to And the following year, uh, in 82, Michael Jordan arrived in Chapel Hill. His first year playing for the Heels, uh, North Carolina won the national championship right after Indiana had won it in 81. Carolina got it done in 82. Uh, And, uh, you know, Knight was happy. Uh, He said, if we weren't going to win it, I'm happy it was Dean. He was actually happy for his friend. Think about it. Between the two of them, they won 1,800 games. That's crazy. They remained friends forever. Knight and Smith would call each other. They'd talk basketball. They'd talk life. They would visit each other. they golfed together. Uh, and they wrote these long, handwritten letters to one another. Strangely enough, in 84, when Michael Jordan played his last college game, uh, he was held to just 13 points as uh, the top-seeded Heels lost to the fourth-seeded Hoosiers 72-68 in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament. And then uh, a couple weeks later, Jordan uh, you know, went to Bloomington to audition for the 84 U.S. Olympic team, which Bob Knight was the coach of. Knight had said uh, that Jordan was the best basketball player he'd ever seen. Jordan said once, Coach Smith's the master of the four-corner offense, Coach Knight's the master of the four-letter word. And that is very true. After working for Bob Knight for five years, I have never in my life ever met anyone even close to Bob Knight when it comes to having a foul mouth. He had the foulest mouth of any human being I've ever met in my life. And not only was his mouth foul and repulsive, it was brilliant. The way he cussed was epic. You know, both of these guys were from uh, small towns. Uh, You know, the son of a railroad man and a teacher, Knight was from Orville, Ohio, and Smith grew up in Emporia, Kansas, uh, where both his parents taught and his father coached basketball. Knight was 24 when he got the job at Army, uh, and then before taking the UNC job at 30, Smith spent a season as an assistant at Air Force. They both played on championship teams. Smith at Kansas in 52, and Knight played for the Ohio State Buckeyes in 1960. They both won championships. They were eerily similar in the way they ran things. They ran a clean program, both of them. They stressed process over outcome. Players went to class. 
they taught defense, they studied film, and that uh, teams would be greater than the sum of its parts. And the bottom line is, like, Knight didn't have uh, players' names on jerseys. Uh, Smith said that when players scored, they had to point to the teammate who passed them the ball. The mutual uh, characteristics were very strong, according to Eddie Fogler, who coached as an assistant under Smith. He said he had two great coaches who had this love for the game, the respect for the game, and love and respect and care for the athletes. The programs always played each other because of their friendship. Indiana and North Carolina had home-and-home series all the time. How about this? Before games, like the night before, the two coaches would dine together. They would not only bring their staffs, their whole coaching staffs, but Knight would also bring his best friend, Bob Hamill, who was a writer. Imagine that from the Bloomington Herald Times. Now, I knew Bob Hamill and Knight and that they were best friends. Uh, But coaches and their staff sitting down to dinner before a big game and inviting the local media, it would never happen today. All the stories about Knight helping Mike Krzyzewski are true. Coach K played for Knight at Army, uh, then was an assistant at Indiana from him, and he was trying to help him get uh, a job, whether it was at Iowa State or at Duke. And Knight uh, thought that it'd be easier at Iowa State with the pressure in the Big 8, a lesser conference than the ACC, there'd be less pressure to win. Uh, Dean Smith didn't uh, disagree, but thought Krzyzewski would have an easier time recruiting in Durham than in Ames. And that was enough for Bob Knight, who went full force to get Krzyzewski the job at Duke, and he got it. And you've heard all the stories that over the years they kind of distanced themselves from one another, mostly because of Coach K. But uh, Bob Knight, I've always said, made Mike Krzyzewski, taught him everything he knows. You've heard me say it a million times because it's true. I won't deny Coach K ran with it and became even better. Uh, and and won more games and won more titles, five for Krzyzewski to three for Knight to two to Smith. But uh, I still believe Mike Krzyzewski is who he is today because of everything he learned uh, from Bob Knight and being around Knight and coaching with Knight and uh, becoming a, a greater coach all stemmed from the seed that was planted by Knight. Indiana won the national title in 76, and they were unbeaten. The only team to do it since, right? Like, they're the only team that's ever done that, and to this day, nobody's been able to equal it. Gonzaga tried last year, didn't get it done. But Smith became the coach of the U.S. Olympic team that year, uh, and the bottom line was he knew he needed uh, the right coaches and players. He chose the coaches from his own staff, Phil Ford, Cup Jack, Walter Davis, and uh, Tom Lagarde. But he did pick two Indiana players, Quinn Buckner and Scott May, to be on the team. When Knight coached the Olympics in 84 with the greatest team ever, probably, he picked Tar Heels, Jordan, and Sam Perkins. And, of course, uh, both of them, Smith and Knight, won the gold. The letters that they wrote one another over the years are just mind-blowing. And they have this Southern Historical Collection, the Lewis Round Wilson Special Collections Library, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill has all the letters. But, I mean, these two wrote each other. Their wives wrote to uh, the coaches. Uh, You know, Knight's wife would write to Dean Smith. Same with Dean Smith's wife to... Uh, Bob Knight and how much their friendships meant to one another. It really was trippy. They tried to keep Knight out of the Basketball Hall of Fame because of his notorious reputation and temper. 
and Dean Smith went to bat for Knight. He said Coach Knight was and is a brilliant technical coach and teacher of skills. He's a great recruiter. And that every kid that ever played for him graduated and loved him. And he's never seen anything like that in his entire career. And then Knight wrote him and said, uh, you're really a, a real friend, a true friend, what you did for me. No one has ever done anything like that for me. I mean, I was blown away by this story. You got to read it. Go read it. Believe me. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.